Industrial Talk is brought to you by Arduino, the original all-in-one IoT platform. That's right. Go out to arduino.cc and you will find documentations. You will find devices, powerful boards to help you with your digital transformation journey. It's all there. Go out to arduino.cc, find out more, see how you can connect with these professionals to help you along with your digital transformation journey, arduino.cc. Also, Industry IoT Consortium. At Industrial Talk, we always talk about education, we always talk about collaboration, we're always talking about innovation, and if you're a business that has any desire to be resilient to the future, you need to be able to educate, collaborate, as well as innovate with other industry professionals. That's a must. Industry IoT Consortium brings that all together. You need to be a part of this community. You need to be connected with these leaders that are all a part of the Industry IoT Consortium. Go out to iiconsortium.org. Find out more. Again, you will not be disappointed. You're just going to be happy. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk and supporting this platform that celebrates industry professionals all around the world because you are bold, brave, and daring greatly, but you're solving problems and you're making the world a better place. That's why we celebrate you on this podcast every day. Now, we were on site. You can help tell by the noise in the background at IoT Solutions World Congress. If you have any passion for digitally transforming your business, this is a must-tend event. It gives you the ability to educate. It gives you the ability to collaborate with industry leaders and it definitely gives you opportunities to see the innovation out there to be able to transform your business and create a business that is resilient to the future. So it's important that you do that, and this is a fantastic venue with great people to participate in. You'll have all that information out on Industrial Talk to see how you can get involved. That's that's one. Two, we were talking to Mark O'Regan on this particular podcast, and he is the CTO, EMEA, Dell Technologies, we're talking about responsible computing, we're talking about how uh, Dell and, and his team there are involved in responsible computing. He brings a plethora of wisdom and insights into what that means, and it was just an absolutely enjoyable conversation. So in here, here's Mark O'Reilly. Are you having a good time? I'm having a great time. I love Barcelona and um, yeah, I love coming here to meet like-minded individuals and people and friends and new and old. And, yeah, I do, see, I this it. is what's so fun about it. He, what, what gets chirped about around here is is it's just there's there's so many new use cases, right? Which means so many new technologies. Which means there's this collaborative type of. Uh, a spirit because they're saying yeah i got this piece of the pie you got this piece if we do it together we do we do something else i love that yeah i think i think it's inter- interesting when you when we talk about technology and when we think about technology and um, it's interesting to see the certain functions that fall into for example the emerging technology space so if you look at iot we're at the iot conference today right so if we look at iot and we look at the emergence of industry 4.0 
from Germany, maybe one headed toward nearly, 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 nearly 12 years now. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That was kind of uh, surfaced. But I think what's really interesting is you're right. I mean, such new uh, and um, critical use cases that are being formed, are being discovered. Um, and I think from a technology perspective, what's exciting is that when we look at emerging tech, when we look at things like AI, so AI being that canopy term for machine learning, deep learning, neural nets, things of that nature, you know, 70 years, 60, 67 or so years, I think you were born back in the halls of Dorfmouth, uh, you know, depending on who you speak to, yeah. but 1956, I think, is a date that strikes my mind. And, you know, so it's been there for a long, long time. When we look at Edge, which falls squarely into the IoT space, Edge has been there for a long, long time. PLCs. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Forever, right? Yeah. But these are emerging technology spaces that are now starting to percolate, and they're starting to percolate because we observe the movement at the front and the back end of, uh, of innovation. So when I think about the front yeah, end of innovation, yeah. I'm thinking about the, how I consume something. So, you know, if that's, um, you know, uh, if that's in a factory, that's really, you know, how I am consuming information that's coming from an alarm or a set of alarm systems, or it's how I, you know, if it's a utility plant, I'm looking at pumps and actuators and tele taking, you know, metallic or telemetric data from this and then, you know, dashboarding that. So I get a meaningful reading for somebody. Uh, you know, the back end of innovation, so here's the point. The back end of innovation is the lesser seen area of innovation. This is the is the area where you get all of the frameworks, where you get, you know, all of the architectures and standards and, you know, all of the complex and in some cases for some people mundane things, but things that are essential for the front end of innovation to work. So that front end of innovation, that's where ideation happens. That's where we get all of the bright ideas and the use cases, but the back end of innovation is the technology stack that comes up to meet that expectation. And where we found ourselves over seven years with artificial intelligence, for example, and other functions of technology, is that the back end of innovation has now come up to meet that front end of innovation. See, here's the, here's the thing, and it, it just sort of dawned on me. We're, we're here at this IoT Solutions World Congress. It's sort of misleading. It's not, it's, it's really a technology because every time I'm talking to somebody, it's, it's rarely about the device anymore, right? It's like, I got this device and I stick it on this asset and this asset, then I get to pull data. It's far more than that. Yeah, it is far more than that. It's the device, it's the constructs around the device, it's yes. the process and the processes and the entire environment, right? So we've got to see this through the lens of an ecosystem. It is. Oh, yeah. You know, and um, so at Dell Technologies, what we try to do, if, we, if we're thinking about any technology scenario or ecosystem, we've got to see it from an ecosystem point of view. So our technology strategy is rooted in what we call the Strat 6. So these are the strategic six technology. Well, so you got to go to, you, you got to go down that road. You, you, now that you've uh, it said six, I got to know what the six are. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's like one. So in no particular order. One. No particular order. <laughs> <laughs> one. So we've got data. All right. Yep. So we've got lots and lots of data coming in through, we mentioned them already, yep. through alarms, through sensors, through pumps, you know, across uh, open banking platforms, ATMs, you know, uh, intravenous mechanisms that are, you know, attached to humans, taking human conditional readings from them uh, in, health, in healthcare, 
we have, you know, um, telemetric and metrolic data coming off, in, you know, airplane engines telling us about the condition of the aircraft or condition of components that are propelling the aircraft. We have, uh, you know, all of this data telling us that the aircraft is flying at a certain height or a yeah. certain altitude, and we can increase that altitude and, and increase efficiency as we do. Um, that same set of metrics are going to tell us if we increase it too hard, high, we're going to get form, you know, ice crystals forming on certain areas of the planes where we may not want it. So it gives you that level of accuracy and so on and so forth. So the first thing is we have data coming into an ecosystem, coming in off different... It's, it's a tsunami of data. A tsunami of data that talk different languages. That's exactly right? correct. So how does this piece of data talk to that? Yeah. So there's a sense of normalization. So the first thing is, how do we observe the data coming into a factory, coming into a hospital, coming onto a, you know, an energy grid, coming into a smart city? How do we normalize that data and then treat the data or the metadata as it flows across the high and low band networks and makes its way to a control center or a core or a data center or whatever it is that you want to call it, where somebody is observing the data or at least the information associated with the data? How do we then, you know, meaningfully connect onto certain platforms, private cloud platforms, public cloud platforms, and how do we do that with a level of trust and so on and so forth? So that whole idea of data time and data flow and how we protect the data, how we encrypt the data, how we actually resurface the data to do inference with it potentially with other new incoming data so we can actually enrich ah, a model. See. That's the first bit. It's data. That's only the first pillar. All right. I'm winded. <laughs> so that's the first. So we'll go a little bit quicker now. All right. I don't data. Want you to lose your breath. Data. Don't worry about okay. it. So data management is the first piece, right? Yep. And that data management enters into an ecosystem at what we call the edge. So that could be the thin edge or the far edge, as we call it, or the near edge or an aggregation. See, see it's just FYI. You guys love the creation of words. Oh, it's incredible. It is. Yeah. yeah somebody was uh, saying, uh, hey, Scott, I'm trying to come up with a new uh, uh, something, some words so that everybody in the industry will start using. And I can't think of them. And then that guy says to you, well, go to Dell. They'll give you all the words you need <laughs> and all the acronyms you need to go with it. So we got this edge. So here's the thing. That's where you find your devices. That's where you find the yeah the constructs that you spoke about earlier on scott right so at the edge we have yep. the devices and those devices are taking in the data those devices have to be able to scale if they're taking in data we gotta be able to normalize that data so uh, the data can speak to each other so yeah. if you're in a factory you've got zigbee wi-fi modbus canvas all these different languages and different protocols we normalize the data and we land that onto a construct where we can do some sort of level of analytics. This is where we drop a function of artificial intelligence down onto the edge device. So now we have three pillars. We have data and data management. We have the edge and we have AI. And remember, AI really is only a canopy term for machine learning, deep learning. It is. It is. It's, it's like it's all of a sudden like IoT is just everything, right? Exactly. You know, exactly. It's, it's your miscellaneous file. So in the context of IoT, what we're interested in now is machine intelligence, right? So understanding what alarms are telling us, understanding what processes or how processes are running and so on and so forth. And we're moving that data again. So as we move the data, how, do, how much level of trust, what level of scoring yeah. can we attribute to that data as it comes in yeah. through? Yeah. So then we're into a conversation around not just security, not just, you know, identity access management or role-space access control, but we're now into a conversation around, you know, if I was to score this data coming into the ecosystem, 
based on what I know about its origin or based on what a machine through the machine intelligence pillar is telling me, where would that score between zero and 10? So if it's above seven, fine, on she flows. It's coming in through the ecosystem. Uh, Below seven, right. we may want to do another level of interrogation. This is how the real concept of, of, of security, which is that fourth pillar. So we've had data management, the movement and flow of the data throughout an entire ecosystem from the edge into the core and out onto public cloud platforms. We have the edge constructs, which are compute devices, which yep. interact with the devices that are sitting out PLCs and so right, on and so forth right, and alarms and right. everything else out in a, any given factory. We have the artificial intelligence functions, which sit across these devices in a distributed way and do their certain level and layer of analytics. Uh, and then we have the movement of that data and the security and trust level of that data. And then we have the digital fabric that this all will flow through over time. And that's really this movement into 5G slash 6G and what's coming in those spaces. So if we have a digital fabric moving all of this data across it, what's the digital infrastructure that we put on top of this? That essentially is cloud architecture. So we're moving cloud architecture away from the public cloud platforms, not away, from them, but we're extending from the public cloud platforms through right. private cloud and out now to edge cloud. Yeah, see, um, see, go ahead. And they are the six pillars. You've got data management, yeah. you have edge, edge, you have security, oh, no, have AI, AI, uh -huh. security, yeah. uh, 5G, yeah. and cloud architecture. <laughs> and across those six pillars, we create our technology strategy. And go forward. <laughs> there it is. Overthinking technology. I'm winded too, but I'm winded just because that was exceptional. Thank you. That was exceptional. I get every. I I wake up every day winded because. Yeah, but you think you're so passionate about it. I love this stuff. <laughs> now, do people sort of run away from you if uh, you start? Hey, hey, here comes uh, here comes Mark. He's going to start talking. Hey. <laughs> Give them a Guinness. Now, stat. <laughs> uh, yeah, they do. People do run away from me. Um, and not just for technology reasons. But, you know, uh, look, I no. mean, apart, apart from the fun side of this, and there's lots and lots of fun, you've got to enjoy doing what you do. And you've got to, you know, you've got to buy into and get passionate about, you know, what you do and how you do it. And yeah. That's where the, you know, I'm here this week to talk about responsible computing and the launch of that consortium in conjunction with, you know, the Object Management Group and IBM. And this is... You know, when we think about that ecosystem uh, level, which we need to do, right, as, as, as an industry, as a society, you know, these new digital services that we're creating and constructing, they need a level of governance. They don't need yeah, acute, no. tight control, but they need a level of governance and they need frameworks that we just don't have. Just pockets of frameworks around the place, but we don't have any one central kind of framed body or consortium that is bringing all of the standards all of the things that we're really, really interested in together. And, and, it's, and you bring up a good point. I think it, it has to be a consortium type of model because this, this necessity to collaborate is imperative to, to, to create those sort of general guide, guidances. Because here's the funny thing. There's this speed. Like just in a couple of years, what, what you sort of went down in these six points change so dramatically in just two years yeah just two yeah and these are you know societal changing stuff and business changing stuff and it's it's amazing back to my original point um 
when AI was born, it was born through, you know, a collaboration between, I believe, the US government and the British government to get some very, very clever people yeah. together in a consortium to able to solve problems uh, that we haven't been able to solve as a society. And the problem with this was exactly as you just said there, yeah. it was speed. They didn't, they had the ideation. The ideation was always there. But the back end of technology that I mentioned a little bit earlier on, it just wasn't there. We didn't have the networks, we didn't have the scale, we didn't have the computer architecture, we didn't have the energy efficiency that we need to be able to power some of our computer architectures to drive some of these models. And so they de-invested and over time we would have seen hiatus and you know ebbing and flowing of interest in AI. But we're at a place right now where we can actually build machine intelligence and do meaningful things because that back end of technology has come up See, to the front. This is so cool, man. I, I wish I was younger. <laughs> well, you seem to be to be young at heart. And young Thank spirits. you. All right, listeners. Scott McKenzie, young at heart, as validated by Mark. Well, how can people get a hold of you, my friend? Red Dog Mark is my uh, Red Dog Mark. My Twitter. Yell at my. Let me. Well, uh, hey, Red Dog dog mark Susie Twitter handle right there red dog mark Go. I've been called worse <laughs> you can also get me a link to excellent all right listeners you're going to have all the contact information from uh, from Mark out on industrialtalk.com so fear not it's all going to be there so don't come complaining to me that you can't get a hold of Mark you were spectacular that is fantastic oh, I'm a so better much. person because of you oh, well cool. I'll probably bore my wife quite a bit <laughs> All right, listeners, once again, we're, we're broadcasting from IoT Solutions World Congress, Barcelona, and meeting great people like Mark. It, 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 you're, you're stumbling around meeting great people here. So put that on your bucket list. All right, stay tuned. We're going to have another great conversation shortly, so do not go away. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and definitely thank you for your support. There's a couple of things to add to your to-do list. One. You need to connect with Mark O'Regan. His LinkedIn stat card is out there on Industrial Talk. Reach out. You'll say, oh, my gosh, look at his LinkedIn stat card. It's, it's chock full of wisdom and insights. That is an important connection for you to make. Two, you need to put on your bucket list the IoT Solutions World Congress, January 31st to the 2nd of February. The reason for that is if you are into the digitally transformation journey, what, like, like all the other companies, you need to be able to educate, get the latest and greatest information from leaders who are blazing the trails. You need to collaborate. You need to talk to these leaders to make sure that this is the right thing for you. And, of course, find the innovation that is available to create that business that is resilient and, you know, for the long term and legacy, all of the good stuff that's associated with developing that business. That's the IoT Solutions World Congress, January 31st, February 2nd. I've been there a number of times, and it never, ever disappoints. You get people like Marco Reagan and others that that just deliver the truth bombs. So anyway, make that a priority. All right, be bold, be brave, dare greatly. I say that all the time. But hang out with people like Mark, connect with people like Mark, and you're going to change the world. Thank you very much for joining, and thank you very much for your support. We were going to have another, absolutely another great interview from IoT Solutions World Congress shortly, so do not go away.